all new again. That's right. All good things. Number 19. So we're working on our mitzvahs. We're trying to really make them make them settle within our hearts to allow the mitzvahs, to see the mitzvahs properly as, as vehicles of dveikas, which they are, and then to hopefully do the mitzvahs with that newfound understanding, which really we'll see is, is really a matter of seconds, moments of, of thinking. You have to work on it a little bit before the mitzvah. Bashasta mitzvah, dveikas is usually found in the thoughts, right? You can't be dovek to kajor with your hands. You can be dovek with your heart, but that's going to come from a way of thinking. So let's see number 19. That being the case, you must now clarify how a person can continue learning Torah and observing the mitzvahs, putting his maximum effort into this, and simultaneously transforming them into a path toward experiencing in his heart real closeness to Hashem. Right? That's the tachlis. That is to say, we shall seek a method how a person can bring himself closer to his Creator and reveal within the deeds, in the mitzvahs, that he's already doing a great energy and strength that will bring him to a true closeness to his Creator. Now, the, the, way that, the way that we were trained as, as, as kids to do mitzvahs, just do the mitzvah, put your finger on the place, is the emes. Right? When you're starting with a little kid, you're starting with somebody who's young, you need to do the avod de la first. You can't set the kid down and say, let me tell you about all the secrets of the world that you're doing, all the dveikas Hashem when the kid's like five years old. What? what you t- the kid it can't, it can't understand. It doesn't, his mind is not capable. So you get the kid into the, into the hair goal of doing, doing, doing. Make it, make it ragil. Like this is just what we do. You go to shul, you daven, you put on tzitzis. That's what you do. You're a Jew. That's what you do. But then, you're supposed to then, level two at some point is then, what is this mitzvah? So they learn a little halachas, they learn a little bit of the inyanim, a little bit of the details. That's great. That we have. But then there's a third level. That they don't teach in the schools. That's, where, that's what we're talking about now. This is something that, that should be taught. In the, in the upper grades, in the, high, in the upper high school you know, years, is that there's, there's a bori olam, there could be dveikas to Kodesh Baruch right? Amuna 101. And then these mitzvahs, the tachas of these mitzvahs, is that you can use them to be davik, to Kodesh Baruch because you ask a person, be davik, have dveikas, both sidbuk, Torah says, daraisa, Kodesh Baruch says, cleave to me. The guy's like, how do I do that? How do you, how do you cleave? So why isn't it taught in the schools? I have no idea. It's a great question. But I'll go upon him, they're not teaching it clearly, and therefore, so this is what we're learning. We're, learning. we're just, this is just the next shlav in our avodas amitzvahs. It's really what it is. This is not crazy. It's not... Do the mitzvah you're already doing. You're already doing them. You already know a lot of the lachas. You know some of the inyanim. You already know Ratzon Hashem. You know. You know. Now let's do a 3, 3.0. Right? That it's for Dveikas. Teach the kids after high school. Each one's different. There, there, there it's more of an open system. So there, it's some Rebbeim will, some won't. Depends. All that we are suggesting... All that we're suggesting is included in the comment of the Mesil Sashar. Right? He's not veering from the Mesil Sashar, really. That there are two ways of assessing one's actions. Examining and scrutinizing. And by Zahiris, there are certain behaviors that simply must be stopped if you're doing something wrong. But even the deeds that should be continued must be scrutinized and constantly evaluated. Mesil Sashar says, whatever you're doing can be done better, can be fine-tuned, so as to perform them in a more meaningful and proper way. Number 20. 
Let us summarize the ideas we've written up, up to this point. We first established that the purpose of man in his world is to live in a state of devakis with the Creator. To live in a state of devakis. That doesn't mean you have to go anywhere. You do the same thing you're doing and live in devakis. What is this devakis? It is feeling Hashem in the heart, literally sensing Him. We'll explain this later in detail. That's what we want to get to. How often does one need to be close to the Creator? Each day and each hour of the day. With the exception of the time one is immersed in Torah study or some other situations. But actively a person can feel, sense, a closeness to Kaddish Baruch all day. A person must feel that just as he cannot exist without air to breathe, because he would die, chas v'shalom, so too he must strive to sense that his whole vitality comes from feeling closeness to Hashem. Without it, he is considered dead. You're alive if you have tveikas. We also wrote that we need to clarify why Torah study, with which we are very involved, and the mitzvahs we fulfill, do not, we'll, go, we'll put it, say generally, but do not generate in our hearts the simple feeling of closeness on Tveikas Hashem. Why isn't that happening? All of our mitzvahs, pieces of advice as a Zohar, to get us to Tveikas, but with the Maisa, maybe a guy feels it in Tefillah, maybe. Maybe of a guy who sometimes feels it in Torah, maybe. But after that, and those are even maybes. There's no, there's no feeling. We do, because that's what we have to do. That's what we're trained to do, and, and we, we believe in them, and it's true. And that's what we do. We're soldiers. We're soldiers of Hashem. Tzivas Hashem. Right? What is, a, what is lacking in our Torah study and mitzvah fulfillment that they do not generate within us a palpable closeness Hashem? So what's going on? What are we lacking? 21. Let us begin to clarify in more detail the concept of closeness Hashem. Who is the Creator? Has anyone ever seen Him? Pasuk clearly states, No person can see me and live. Even concerning his glory, his covered, which Moshe Rabbeinu asked to see, show me now your glory. Right? I want to see your covered, which, which would be a more revealed, somewhat state of a Kaddish Baruch in this world. Hashem said to him, You will see that which is behind me, but my countenance, my face cannot be seen. Parenthetically, what is what it was? What was the motion was shown? We're going to see in the Gemara eventually. What was the back? The tefillin. We're going to see in Gemara Brachas. We're going to learn that, to learn that Mimer. What does that even mean? It's tefillin. Hashem wraps himself in talis. Hashem himself certainly cannot be seen at all. This is clear and obvious. You cannot see him with your physical eyes. So, what do we mean when we speak of being close to the Creator, as in the pasuk? As for me. Closeness to Hashem is my good. What is that? Kirva selukim litov. What is that kirva? Can't see him. What does it mean to be close to Hashem? <clears throat> There's a well-known statement of Chazal. No place is devoid of him. Less usr, less usr ponoi mehem. That's a zor. There is no place devoid of a Kaddish Baruch This is something that should be going through your head as much as you can <clears throat> for the rest of your life. The Amma says there is no place devoid of him. Any moment of any day, there's no place devoid of him. He is here. Very simple. There is no place devoid of him. He is here. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what, you th- what you're thinking about, what you're feeling. There is no place. Place is not limited to physical place. Place, feelings, thoughts, speech. There is no place devoid of him. He is here. Now we should put that on a card also. When we work on other cards, we're going to work on this card also. Now you pull out also every 15 minutes. Wherever you are. That, that, that would be a big 
That'll be a big uh, game changer. Also, as time goes on, person's getting caught up with whatever he's getting caught up. And he takes it out of his pocket. He's open. Take it out. There is no place devoid of him. He is here. Whoa. No, it would catch you a little bit, especially people who want who want to have a muna. This is a, this is this is a muna. This is really a muna one on one, right? According to the rabbi, muna one on one. That what? That he's not here everywhere? No. Oh, hashgacha close and hashgacha protis. No, we're not talking. Hash- okay. Don't 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 throw monkey wrenches in. In other words, let's see. We've got to see, we have to keep simple here. In other words, Hashem is literally everywhere. Up, up, down, down. Right, left, and on. Right. Mm-hmm. If so, if we try to understand the concept of closeness, closeness to the Creator in a physical sense, in the manner that a chair might be close to a table, then we would all be considered close to the Creator, because wherever we are, the Creator is also present. Right? He's not physical, but he's, he's everywhere. Why then does one need to toil his entire life to achieve closeness to Hashem? After all, the moment one is born, one is immediately close to the Creator. What then is life's work? Right? He's close anyway. Also, that's our point of minute. So he's here. Got it. Done. Check. Tobacus is done. Let's go move on. Obviously, this is not the meaning of closest to Hashem. When I sit near a table, I am close to the table. When I sit on a chair, I'm close to the chair. But this kind of closeness is not the closeness to the Creator that we seek. Proximity. Closeness, which is defined as proximity, a physical closeness, or that's not it. All right, one more. It's Thursday. Closeness to the Creator, we got to give you something to think about over Shabbos, you know? Closeness to the Creator is a completely different concept. Once we have clarified to ourselves the principle demonstrated earlier, once we have clarified, we have to remember, there's a lot of subtle points before this, we can even do this avoda properly. Once we have clarified to ourselves the principle demonstrated earlier that the entire purpose of one's life is to be close and attached to the Creator. Right? He keeps going over that again and again. Remember that. Believe that. Download that. that that's the purpose. You don't have to feel anything yet. You don't, it's, it's, it's very technical. It's robotic. This is the tachas of life. Get that in. Now we must develop a clear concept of what kind of closeness this is. How do we do that? What's the lamaisa? If the nature of this closeness to Hashem is unclear and one does not know what kind of closeness is meant, how can one find the way to acquire this closeness? Right? This is a question that many people have never asked. And it's the simplest of questions. What does it mean, Vegas? Now, there's a lot of Sifri Hasidus on it, but I challenge anybody to tell me what they've learned in the Sifri Hasidus and explain to me, Lamaisa, what, is that, what does Dvekis mean? And what, what have they done? What did you do yesterday for Dvekis? Many people have learned Svarim. There's Likutim on Dvekis... So tell me, I'm just, a very simple question. What did you do yesterday for Dvekis? I'm not looking for you to, a person to come up now with an answer to try to see what he did. did was there any act of Dvekis yesterday? If no, so we have a safer to help us. You're saying it's like we keep it like intellectual or, or whatever you want to call it? It's nothing. But we just don't do it. There's no way. Lamais, it's nothing. What's Dvekis? Tell me what it is. Tell me what, what you've done. Not, not, I don't want to hear intellect. What have, Lamaisa, what have you, what have you, what has a person done? I mean, you mean outside of tefillah? Even so. Of course. What does the Vegas do with tefillah? More than anything else. Well, both said, because as a mitzvah, I said, that's nothing to do with tefillah. But we've never really thought about it. Can conversations? Can conversations? Oh, okay. 
Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, yeah, you're saying you're active. You know, all the states are over here. Go through dopping and strange words and act the end. No, but I'm not. I'm, not try, I'm trying to have Kavana do it. Be in your office at the same time, yeah? I know, but that's something. That's something. Actively engaging in each Vidas and moment when it's like totally wild and you're just like, but, but is a person, does a person know? A person's working in each Vidas. Is he thinking about the Vegas then? You know, meaning. You're saying Rebosham, you run the entire world, so I, I shouldn't get, like, so crazy about this thing. Just like, this is, this is, this right. is... Well, what should I, you know, give me some insight, go off to what should some I... Of these, some of these things yeah, are... What's the right way to go? Some of these things are Muna, some of these things are Bitochen. But I'll tell you one thing, because you mentioned Yishra Das one time. I don't know what year, this is years ago. But I was, I was involved in this farm, and at one point, Rebbe says, you know what Yudke Vavke stands for? Yudke Vavke, Yeah. Yishev Hadas v'har Chavas Hadas. That's it, Kevavke. Yishev Hadas v'har Chavas Hadas. I was like, whoa. That was like mind-blowing. When a person sits in a moment of Yishev Hadas, a settled mind, and an expanded mindset, that's it, Kevavke. It's pretty awesome. That's a nice meditation. Like when a person's trying to like come to that place of a settled Das, to recognize, to know that that's, that's, a, that's a moment of Yudke Vavke. Right, we do a lot of things during the day. Right, it could be that we, we work on Yishev Adas during the day. We try, everybody wants to be calm during the day. But he doesn't always connect it to Dvekas. He doesn't always, that's what he's doing. He's connecting it to, I'm getting really ruffled here, I just need to calm down. Which is true. But a person, if we know how, we can, we can tap in, using, already we're doing that thing. We're already doing the tefillah. We're already doing the mitzvah. But if with a with a little bit of a a kavana change, you could turn that entire avoda, that mitzvah or that meditation, into one hundred percent tevekas Hashem. Most of the things we're doing already. That's what we want to make a transfer, a switch. If the goal, is, but we have to know what 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 does it mean to be close? Right? We, we sometimes we think we know. If the goal of closeness to Hashem is undefined, then the way to achieve it will, per, will perforce remain unclear. The one thing that I've learned, one thing, one of the major things that I've learned from the Svarm of, of Schwartz in general is his clarity of, of like Lamaisa. Let's be really clear what's going on over here. Because we could fluff away things from today till tomorrow, which is most of our lives. We're like 90% fluffball, 10% like... We know what we're doing. But most of it's fluff. What do you do at work today? I, whatever, I do the thing I do. I don't know. I just do the thing. And we, somehow we make it. We go, we go through life. Tell me, what's your mahalach in raising your children? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. You know, I buy them some gifts. I'm nice. And whatever. Not that that's wrong necessarily. But we do a lot of... There aren't clear... We haven't thought about things in a clear way. We just... How do, what's with davening? Well, I daven the same way. I daven since I was 13. I'm learning. Okay, I'm a little bit smarter. But it's the same stuff. There's no... It's not clear. So Schwartz, he, he, he asks, and he gets a person thinking, do I even know what I'm really doing? And if not, there's nothing to worry about. Let's, let's start now. So what does it mean to be close? A person should be prepared to pay millions, his entire fortune, just in order to understand this one point. If the whole tachas of life is to be close to Kodesh Baruch Hu, so what is that? What does that mean, closeness? How do I do that? If a person believes that the tachlis of his life matters, then he should pay all of his money. Because what's the point of all the money if you don't have the tachlis? So he should be willing to pay that. For without it, he does not know what he is supposed to gain from his entire life. 
What point is there in life if one doesn't understand what it is about, what its purpose is, and what is what is his task in life? If you don't know these things, then we're just running around like it's really it's like a rat just running around in the maze. Because I was watching little rats running around in a maze and just they, they, they do the same thing busy every day. We want to have more than that. We want to be free. Can a person achieve closest to Hashem without any concept of what it is? On a deep, deep level, we're ma'aminim, but ma'aminim. Kodesh gives us schar, we're neshamas, there's going to be a loss of lavo, and there will be so. So in a very, very, very deep, unactualized, unrevealed, unconscious, unmindful way, yeah, we are, we are all close, but that's, that's not going to help you in this life, and you can achieve much, much more. Can a person achieve closeness to Hashem? That any concept of what it is, can it be achieved automatically without needing to know its essence and the way to achieve it? Closeness is conscious. So you need consciousness, you need to know what it is. Only after a person knows clearly where exactly he needs to get, can he work to find out how to get there. Take, for example, a person who's traveling on the road from Yushalayim to Bnei Brak. If he's not at all aware that he wants to reach Bnei Brak, how can he know which road to take? <laughs> Go, I'm going on a trip. Where are you going? I'm not sure. Well, then how are you going to get there? I don't know. Not sure, man. There's no point in his trying to work out the route since he might not want to get to Benebra, but to Tzvas. In which case, his task would be to ascertain the road to Tzvas. Isn't it nice to say Benebra and Tzvas like on a Thursday morning anyway, Stan? Tzvas. Oh. It follows that a person must first clarify where he needs to go. Where is the destination? What's the tachlis? Only then will his task be to ascertain the road that leads to the desired destination. If we would consider that it is impossible to clarify this concept of closeness to Hashem, then we have to conclude that Hashem expects us to do something that we cannot understand. If we consider that it is impossible, if it would be impossible to clarify this concept of closeness to Hashem, then we will have to conclude that Hashem expects us to do something that we cannot understand. Can this be? Hashem tells them it's a ubo sidbak. But, I'm not, but, but, but Yiddin, I just want you to know that's impossible to understand what that is. So like, whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. There has to be a way. There has to be an understanding on the halach, how to get to that place. It must be that this is something that can be understood by anyone. It has to be. It could be maybe not by 13-year-olds. Maybe, even though they probably could understand this book. Our task, therefore, is to clarify this concept of closest to Hashem. And with that, we'll continue. Yeah, so for some people they say, oh, he's saying the same thing again and again and again and again and again. He's not. He's slowly building it up. It's so subtle. This is the problem. He just switched gears a little bit. Like, what is the purpose of life? Well, now that you agree that it's the purpose of life, now what do you do, right? It's not switching gears. It's the, it's the progression. It's progressing to the next one. If you believe what closest is, well, then what is it and how do you get to it? Or he's saying... If you believe that, if you believe that there's something called closeness, and that's the ikr of life, then how do you do that? Well, you can't really do that. He's going backwards. You can't do that until you know well, what exactly it is. Now we're going to first find out what it is, and then we're going to find out a program. Through finding out what it is, it's usually that is is the program. It's very subtle, but you have to keep reminding yourself. Why is he repeating himself? The tacos of life. Why does he say that a thousand times? Because it's so easy to forget that. 
It's so easy to forget that that's the whole purpose of this. So remember that, believe that, want that. Believe that and want that. That takes more than one day, one week, one month. You have to believe that's a tachlis. You have to know that's a tachlis. You have to believe it's a tachlis. And you have to want that. And the more you have that in you, the more you will continue on the path that he's teaching in a more than just intellectual way. Because everybody will sit here for the next six months, they'll listen to me read, they'll be like, wow, that's very nice, very nice, very nice. But who's going to then do it during the day? Only one who really wants. And the one who really wants is only one who really believes. And the one who really believes is only because he knows what this is talking about. Also have that like, uh, another idea that even though we're called part of the program, we still don't know exactly where we're going. Right, so that's what I was saying. We, we're, we're part of the program. We've done, we're, we've, we've done 2.0. We do all the mitzvahs with Torah. Great. We even know a little bit more about the Kodesh Baruch and Amunah. We know a little bit about the details of Halacha and the details. Good. We got, we got 2.0. We're all from. Good. But 3.0 is, doesn't mean you're a loser. It just means that's 3.0. We have to just, we're, going, we're going to the PhD. Anybody have a PhD here? But yeah, a person goes to college. Then there's graduates. Oh, so fine. So they know the PhD. Great. So no one has a secular PhD? Vada, you don't have a, a, a spiritual PhD? No? You all went to undergrad? Yeah. You keep mitzvahs? You went to graduate school? Yeah. You learn a little bit every day. You, went, you go to Shirim. Deep Amkus. But what about, what about PhD level? Right, would you, would, you're going to make a person feel bad? Yeah, a guy. He's 26 years old. Whatever it is. He went. He's 30 years old. He finished, he finished, he finished graduate school five years ago. And he, whatever, he never thought about going to a PhD. So he said, you know, maybe you should go for that. Maybe that'd be good for you. Whatever. He's like, oh my gosh, I never thought about that. I'm so depressed. Oh my gosh, I'm such a loser. I never thought about going to a PhD. What's with me? I can't do it. I'm so... No, you wouldn't say that. You'd say either maybe yeah, maybe no. So a person says, you know, this is a PhD course. You know, it's very simple, but simplicity is actually more complicated than compl- complexities. There's nothing to be, there's nothing to be down about. You know what I mean? It's just... There's a PhD. Nothing wrong. Good. Fight there. And it's, it's more difficult than doing mitzvahs because it's mind work. Mind work is the hardest. Thank you.